All right, everybody, we are set with another episode of Release the Quacken. Um, wait for people to jump on here a few minutes. We kind of got a little bit of a short crew tonight with a little bit earlier start time. Um, some kid duties, I think, and stuff, getting kids ready for bed. So, But it kind of helps our listeners and watchers can get on a little earlier instead of waiting until 9 o'clock to see our beautiful faces. But tonight we got Lonnie joining us tonight and our special guest, Jake, who is not from State Farm. Um, and he's not uh, wearing khakis, but he's got the red shirt on. So that's, that's, I got my good... marathon shirt on. Nice. So how's everybody doing? Doing well. I'm good. So we got week nine. How did that go for everybody? Lonnie, how'd your week nine go? Well, you know, uh, it, it went. I, uh, I ended up doing the two maintenance runs. I missed my three-mile Saturday. Just got really busy. It was a busy week. So uh, I did, did do a couple of strength training sessions. So I've been working on that, trying to get the core up. Um, and then just had a busy week at work. So my plan is to try to get that three miles in Monday. And I'm just going to switch it up. So I'll get it in, but it'll just be tomorrow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Jake, you are running Dopey this year. Is that correct? Yes, my first Dopey. And you've had some other Run Disney experiences in the past? You've Yeah, I've done. So I did marathon last year. Just the marathon, because that's, you know. <laughs> and then uh, I did Goofy in 2020, which was right shortly before the world shut down. So um, this will be my third race weekend in Dopey. So. Your first Dopey. Yeah. Only, only at Disney will you say just the marathon, right? right. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a major thing with a marathon, but I guess they have us, uh, they have us tricked where we say, oh, just a marathon. Yep. Well, if I remember right, even your or your goofy from two years ago, you put an asterisk beside your marathon. You said, "Yeah, oh man, that was so frustrating." So, 2020 was the hot year, um, and I mean, I I was okay with it because I'd been training. I live in Texas. I've been training in the heat, humidity the whole time. Um, but they, you know, they got to start late or late start, and they just. You know, they decided they needed to cut the the course short, mile and a half or whatever it was. So instead of wherever, whatever that whatever that road is, coming out of Animal Kingdom, we're dying on that bridge or whatever that is, mm -hmm. that tree. And then they made us hang a left instead of going to Blizzard Beach, and I was mad. So when you got the was, Coronado, you made the left instead of the right. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. So, and that was... It was so hot, though. Uh, you're right, Jake. It was a lot of people were disappointed, but man, it was like the surface of the sun out uh, there with that yeah. late start, right? And then what made it even kind of, I guess, worse is that once they made everybody turn left, you had the people that are coming from Blizzard Beach. So immediately the course went from being, you know, nice, leisurely where you can space out to crowded, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I remember and that. There's right. naturally a bottleneck right there, anyways, because they kind mm -hmm. of shuffle you to the to the sidewalk and through the boardwalk and everything's already kind of tight. So, yeah, that was supposed to be my first marathon ever. I trained, I didn't miss one training session, nothing. And then, oh man, I was mad, but. Yep. So what did your training look like this week? I know you got some other stuff on your calendar. So how'd your week yes. go? So I, um, I'm my midweek runs are the typical 45 minutes. I ran 19 yesterday. Um, in preparation for a half marathon in three weeks. And it's kind of crazy, I know, but I actually talked to Jeff Galloway once 
Uh, he he came to Texas, came to Fort Worth for the Cowtown, and he was, had a booth and stuff. And I asked him how to. I was shooting that race. I was shooting for a sub two hour half, and I asked him, you know, what he would suggest to reduce that time for a half marathon. He said you have to train to 19 miles three weeks before a half to get your best time. I said okay, so I worked that into my schedule this summer. And that's where I'm at. So you're three weeks out from your half then? Yeah. Are you st- is your sub two? Is that what you're shooting for for this race? That was initially my plan. <laughs> but I my pace right now, even when I'm trying to push, is, you know, 10 and a half or 11 minute mile. I don't think there's any way I'm going to cut it, cut my per mile average down to nine minutes and nine seconds. So yeah. I'm kind of just going to go see how it goes. sorry (laughs) disney i was worried about having a proof of time for dopey but they changed all their requirements i don't even need it anymore because my old proof of time is fine so sorry sorry lonnie interrupted oh no i just say it's so hot out there man so even at 10 minute 10 and a half minute that's still very impressive for me yeah absolutely so what's your training schedule looking like after you're half in three weeks. Are you going to drop down and follow into like the normal dopey cycle or is it you're still going to have it modified out? Cause you're going to be well above where everybody else is heading into this. Yeah. So the half is, I think is the same weekend that you're split, that the regular plan calls for a 13 mile run. So I'm just going to pick up from there. So I'll go 13, whatever, 15, 17 for my long runs and just kind of get back right back on track. Okay. So for me, I missed my two 45-minute runs this week again. I did some nine-hole golf watching for, what, three different matches, I think, this week. Um, still kind of getting over the bronchitis issues and fighting the cough, so didn't want to push it during that. Um, got out today for my three miles and slowed my intervals down. I went 15-30 instead of 30-30 or 60-30 that I've been trying to push out. Coughing was minimal, so we'll take that as a win for sure and got them in. I wanted to make sure I got some sort of timed interval going instead of just walking here, heading into next week. So made it through. 1530 is kind of an interesting interval. I actually, me and Ray Pilgrim ran that interval for our last marathon together. And I PR'd my marathon for like, by like a mile or not a mile an hour. (laughs) Really? Yeah. The 1530 is a struggle for me because I feel like I'm stopping to walk so soon that it's just, yeah. just as I get ramped up in my steps, it beeps and I'm back down. So yeah. I, I really struggle with the, but I needed it for my lungs today. So I, you made it work, but how did you feel with your ramp up and down with that? Did, did you feel as quick or did, was, did it feel okay? Well, when you run with Ray, he, he just goes. So as soon as his watch is buzzing, he's it's like, dude, wait up. I didn't even, so you got to, I, I felt like we kind of just went. You just go from zero to however fast you're going, and then you stop. So I don't know, it was okay. I've never done it that far before, but it was all right. Hmm. So let's talk a little bit about why you do this, Jake. So let's give your run Disney story. I know you've done the three events. Um, you've done the marathon. You've done a Goofy. You're heading into Dopey this year. Why do you keep subjecting yourself to this? Why? What? What's the draw for you? Well, um, so I, 
I'm really, I grew up playing football, contact sports, basketball. <laughs> the longest I'd ever run before I started running was like a couple miles, maybe. Um, but I injured my knee playing touch football on Thanksgiving day once. It was like 2016, I want to say. Hyperextended my knee, tore, sprained my ACL, PCL. Doctor said pretty quick after that, he's like, you can't go side to side or cut or anything, but if you want to run straight, you can run however long you want until you can't handle the pain. So I was getting, I was putting on pounds, you know, just sitting there. So I was like, okay, I'll start running. So I, you know, just started running to try and lose some knee injury weight and stuff. And then I was talking to Ray who I totally blame for my run Disney problem, Ray Pilgrim. <laughs> He's like, you know, Disney has a marathon. And I grew up going to Disneyland. I grew up in Nevada. So Disneyland was a few hours away, uh, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, you should come run with me. I was like, okay, maybe. But then he said they have a diaper dash for babies. We just had my first son. And so I went home, I told my wife, I was like, hey, Disney has a marathon and they have a diaper dash. And she was sold on the diaper dash. She's like, okay, let's go, let's do it. So uh, got into it, started you know, training for that first Goofy. I, I didn't really know much. I knew Ray had run a, a Goofy before and he's run a lot of Disney races, but that I think it was his first Goofy. In 2019, he ran his first Goofy. So I started running with him and all stuff and then we had the whole marathon fiasco in 2020 and and my son didn't even end up doing the diaper dash by the way because he was napping or something <laughs> so a smart baby <laughs> yeah so um oh i i did talk my wife into doing the half marathon that year with me so my plan was to go slow half marathon with my wife and then do the marathon the next day myself uh my wife decided to book it and go really fast way faster than we had trained for the half so i was toast for the marathon but it worked out but we went slow and then so now it's kind of like you know uh rest uh you know get back my marathon that's what i was trying to do in 2021 then it got canceled and then 2022 was finally my first marathon so i had all these plans to run all these marathons, but I canceled everything. I was like, no, Disney's going to be my first marathon. So I had to put everything off for two years, but the whole world was put off for two years. So that worked out. So, and now I'm just keep going back. Cause now I got to get dopey. So yeah. If you're, if you're two shirt or four shirts, I guess. Yeah. Four Six shirts. shirts. Four more than your goofy though. Right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that escalated quickly. You went from marathon to, uh, well, from goofy to marathon to dopey. That's, <laughs> and that's way too fast. Well, I was looking at, I mentioned this one time in the, in the lizard Facebook. I ne I didn't realize that goofy training or the difference between goofy training and dopey training is like two, uh, it's two like mock dopeys basically, but for Goofy, you're running all the back-to-backs. Mm -hmm. Dopey's basically the same thing, except there's like the two extra runs for the mock Dopey twice. So it's yeah. like four extra runs, and that's it. It's like, dang, I should have yeah. just done that the first time. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, I think time constraints for people seems to be the biggest downturn from goofy to dopey. I mean, yeah. just the time off work, the extra days and everything. It's not so much a training cycle to it. It's just the time commitments for the extra time away. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, dopey, you're looking at going down on Wednesday at least, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. As compared to goofy, you just go down on the Friday. Nope. Uh, yeah, I think that's the that's the biggest biggest hurdle. Yeah. Time off work. Absolutely. And Actually, I, getting up early, which will get you every time. <laughs> get you every time. I almost overslept the marathon last year. Oh wow. crazy. Yeah. And I I turned my phone on do not disturb, right? And mm-hmm. then I fell asleep before I set my alarm the night before. So people are Ray's trying to call me, like, dude, where are you at? I'm like, I didn't even hear my phone rings on do not disturb. So mm-hmm. that was great. So well, I think there's a whole Seinfeld episode about that for the AM to PM for the or New York Marathon. So you got to make oh. sure you have your buddy system in place to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, I'll do <laughs> things differently next time. <laughs> I think we all learn those lessons for sure. Yeah. We're going to set up a coalition of the willing. We're going to have like one person calling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so that we can be like, you ready? Okay, you call this person. You ready? Okay, you call this person. Let's go. Sounds good. It, nothing would be worse than getting through the three races and then missing the marathon start just because you slept in or overslept or and then so or if the buses didn't get you there on time we're seeing that happen as well you know i was on a i can't remember what race it was but the bus driver got lost oh and uh we by the time we got there i had to just run straight through out to the corral and start running it was the craziest thing you know we kept telling the bus driver you're going the wrong way and you know and he's like just just driving He's like, just relax. It's cool. <laughs> okay, it's cool. All right. <laughs> As you see the runners passing you on the road, yeah, literally. Literally. you know, it's crazy, crazy. I, I don't think they'll have that issue. I will be waiting for the first bus to be there every morning. I'm, I, I am that guy, so I'll make sure I call and get you guys up and ready to go. I don't know how it works. We're moving, so we're we're staying uh, <clears throat> Fort Wilderness for two nights, and then we're moving to um, Contemporary. Could you? Can you catch the uh, monorail? Actually, we stayed races? at Bay Lake last year. So for the half and the full, you have to, they don't have a bus. You have okay. to take the monorail. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that'll be easier, I think. Yeah. Just you, you take the monorail to TCC, you switch over to the other one, drops you right off at Epcot. You're good to go. Okay. So yeah, it, sure. it worked out really good for us last year. So, I mean, Jake, if you add it all up, you probably, you know, <clears throat> Walking to the corral and everything else, you you went past the marathon. So man, take that asterisk off it, right? You you walked about two miles before you got there, and then you got to start running. That's not, uh, yeah, I get. I mean, but I don't know. That's what I was saying, but it's it's just not the same. Yeah, and a lot of people felt that way. It's uh, you know, it was it was unfortunate, especially with the late start, right? Because we, I remember they moved it up, and yet still we're sitting there and like, okay, it's five o'clock. You moved it up, you know, 5.15, 5.20, about 5.35, you see people running to the, into their corrals. Next thing you know, it's just like one mass start. It wasn't a, it was just like, go, 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 you know, so That's hopefully we do better this time. But they did better last time, right? So this yeah. time, I'm sure they worked out the kinks. They still shot yeah. the waves through pretty quick on the marathon because they knew it was going to get hot. Oh, yeah. There, there, I think there's, what, 25, 30 minutes before they cycled everybody through? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty yeah, quick, quick launch. Mm-hmm. I did so, also think, though, that if you're going to pass out, 
at 24 and a half miles, you're going to pass out like at 20. Like there's no difference between being out there the extra mile and a half. I, I don't know. I'm still bitter about it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that extra couple miles is still pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. It was hot. Yeah. I'm gonna have to change that road to Sponge Alley. Oh, you know, remember I had just sponges all over the place. You know, yeah. people were on the side, laid out. Uh, so we passed them out. I was like, man, I hope that guy is okay. You know, but uh, it, was, it was pretty bad out there. I think that's when. So I was running with like Chris and Mandy and Alex. I think that's where we picked you up. Was along there. Oh um, yeah, y'all saved me, man. You, yeah. I was, I was in bad shape. You know, <laughs> I was by myself, man. I was in no man's land. I think I was seeing stuff. It was yeah. just, yeah, yeah. That's where I first met you. Yeah. Who's this guy? Oh, Who's this guy by himself? Just he's talking to himself. He just <laughs> he's going that big loop in a circle about three times. He's disoriented. Eventually. Yeah. I was like, Ray, is that you? Is that you? <laughs> it's All right. Well, so what's our calendar for next week? What do we what do we got on there? Do you have that handy? Yeah. Uh next week's the big week, week 10, our two 45-minute runs, followed by an 11 mile on Saturday. Which is easy for Jake. He just finished 19, but 11 miles uh, on Saturday. So that's um, a huge mental hurdle for me. That's that's your like the 10k mark was my first one because anything over a 10k, the miles start to get real to me. Now we're hitting double digit miles, so that's like the next the mental hurdle that we got to start clearing those. So, yeah. but if you look at it, it's only two miles farther than what you did last week. Yeah, and it, it, you're not doing 11. You're doing just two more. Yeah. So I think we can all fit two more into our. Yeah. And this is our last long run when we do basically solo. Starting week 12, we have the Saturday, we'll be doing a four miler, and then we'll be doing a 13 mile, right? right. So now we're starting to get into those, really into that goofy, dopey start to back to back runs. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the last easy long run. The whole back to back makes it so much more different. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's when you like, it's getting real. Yeah. It does. Real in these dopey streets. Do you guys do anything different? Like, I know people are always like, you know, hydrating between the two back-to-backs and stuff, but do you guys do anything different, like nutrition-wise or anything like that to handle back-to-backs? Well, for me, Saturday runs are followed by football season where Ohio State football kicks off. So there's not going to be a whole lot of different nutritional value added to my schedule there. It's going to be football foods, I'm guessing. Um, at least for the next 12 weeks or so, but definitely lots of water. Um, highly recommend make sure you stay hydrated during these runs. You do not want to get severely dehydrated. That does not end well for anybody. So make sure you're drinking lots of water, especially as the temperatures are still up there. But I don't do much different. I think as of now, what about you, Lonnie? Yeah. You know, I start to play with my nutrition. (laughs) Uh, when I do the back-to-backs now, just to see, you know, how, what can I, what can I do? What can I get away with? What's good for me? Like recovery after um, the first run to make sure, you know, and then I kind of make sure I kind of stay on my feet as well, right? So even though we were starting off with this slow, you know, it'll, it'll be four miles that first one. Just kind of make sure I don't just come back, finish that, just plop down, right? So just kind of keep keep hydrating, keep moving, uh, because that's the the challenging thing about these races as well what happens after the race. So I kind of play with that. It's interesting. So I come like football background, lifting weights is, you know, big part of football. And I was actually following a 
his name is Chris Gethin. He's act he's like a professional bodybuilder, right? This huge guy, like thinking like Arnold Schwarzenegger and his prime guy, but he decided that he wanted to do cardio stuff, so he was switching from bodybuilding stuff to uh, Ironman. Mm-hmm. And so he, I kind of followed his thing for that, and he's talking about taking like muscle recovery. He also owns uh, like a nutrition company, so like protein, all that other, like all the powders and stuff that you take. So he was talking about, you know, during one of his training runs, he'd be drinking like recovery formula, like throughout his first part of it. So his muscles could recover faster Hmm. on the backside. And it's kind of like, that's kind of like weight training. Like the whole idea is get your muscles recovered as fast as possible. So you can hit it again and make them as big as fast and as big as possible. Right. So, so I'm kind of taking that probably just hit some like aminos and stuff during my first back to back. And then, try and get my body recovering before I even finish the first run of back to backs. And then like icing and all that stuff, icing, rolling, all that stuff between the back to backs. Hmm. Now, when you go into your back to backs, are you going to walk the four miles or is that something you just kind of lightly jog or what's your, what's your guys' plans on those? I don't have time to walk. (laughs) I have to go. So I usually will take it easy, like 30, 30 intervals or something for the first part. And then the second back of the back to back, I'll go like my, whatever I normally do. It's like right now I'm doing like 75 thirties for my long run. So something like that. Yeah. Walking is harder than running for me. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a mental thing, but if I'm out there walking. I feel like I'm wasting time. Yeah. You know, so I, I just have to do at least, you know, to Jake's, point just give me a little you know 30 30 or something like that just so i can get through it i did that last year too i felt like okay it says walk but i feel good enough i can jog this so i kept my intervals the same for those as i did for the long runs and i found that was a huge detriment to me because the walking would have put me out there longer Mm -hmm. so my time on my feet would have been longer the time on my feet was the worst part of my marathon experience is my feet hurt so bad that my lungs were okay my legs were okay but I just hated putting any pressure on my feet at all. So I think I'm going to try the walking on those this time just to see how that goes. Just because it's going to put more steps on me, more time on my feet. It's going to take longer. I'm going to be out there a little more. And that'll help to kind of offset some of the park days that we're going to be running around some of that too. So we'll try and see how it goes. But I know it's going to be some long, long weekends. You know, Jeff Galloway is real wise, but I was talking to him at the uh, at the expo one time and he was saying, yeah, you know, the key is walk the half marathon. And I'm looking at him like, Jeff, man, I can't walk that much. <laughs> you know, I didn't tell him that. I said, thank you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I, can tell him that I can't do that. But, yeah, I'm like, I got to do something. We'll, we'll usually take it easier. We did. You know, but still, I can't walk that much. You know, we, we took it pretty easy for the marathon last year or the half last year. So still yeah. made it through just fine. Walked when we needed to. So, oh, yeah, but yeah. run when the cameras pop up. Exactly. The green tent, you take off. Just fly away like Jeff. Easy now. Come on, Jake. So anybody else have anything good to add for the good of the cause before we get off here tonight? Yeah, Jake, thanks for, for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Definitely look forward to seeing you down at Marathon Weekend again this year. It's nice meeting up with you last year, and glad we get to do another adventure. So on behalf of the Duck crew that couldn't be on tonight and Lonnie and Jake here, remember, everybody, that forward is a pace.
Have a great night, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.